Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. What is up and welcome into the Monkey Knife Fight podcast brought to you by DrRoto.com. We are coming to you here on this fine Super Bowl Sunday. And while... All the conversation out in the world might be about the big game. We are here, myself and my good friend, Mike Holland, to break down the six-game college basketball slate available to you on Monkey Knife Fight. If you are not yet on Monkey Knife Fight or you have been just laying in the cut, listening to all this information, and you're ready to dive in now, there's no time quite like the present. You head over to monkeyknifefight.com, and we've got an exclusive offer for you. You enter the promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, when you're signing up, and you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100 on your first deposit. And we love taking advantage of all those free money offers out there. So without further ado, we can jump right in and I can kick it over to my guy, Mike, MC Holland 34 on Twitter. What are you liking about today's college hoop slate on Monkey Knife Fight? Yeah, so for me, I'm looking here at the uh, Purdue and Maryland matchup here. Uh, just to hit about 148 points here, so I'm really looking at Jaden Ivey and Eric Ayala um, to uh, to really get some exposure to here. It looks like they have their point total set. Um, Ivey at 17.5 points and Eric Ayala at 14.5 points. Uh, I do like the over on both of those. There's going to be uh, some pretty good possessions in this game. Um, you know, for Ivey, you know, he's been over 17 points in seven of the last eight games. Uh, he gets a pretty poor Maryland defense here. They're 13th in defensive, uh, defensive efficiency uh, in the in the conference here. Uh, they're also in the bottom four of two-point percentage against, 12th in effective field goal percentage against. Um, so just not a lot of good metrics here for the Maryland defense, um, you know, that, uh, that Ivy can, uh, you know, really do some damage here. Uh, we just saw Maryland get blasted too uh, by an Iowa team uh, that can really score the ball and produce one of those teams that can really fill it up. I think their implied totals closer to uh, to eighty today. Uh, so Ivy, someone that I'm looking at the seventeen and a half points and going over on. Uh, flipping it over to the Maryland side, they just don't have too many guys that can score the ball. Um, Ayala has been on the struggle of late, but if you look at it, he's still carrying a twenty seven percent shot rate when he's on the floor. Uh, Purdue's defense isn't great, even though they have the two big guys in the middle. Um, they're 11th in defensive efficiency uh, in the league. They also give up some three-pointers here. They're ninth in three-point percentage against. Uh, so I'll take some threes here, so that'll help him uh, obviously get into the double digits here. And then before, uh, like the last month or so, he was on a seven-game stretch between December 12th and January 12th that he was over 14 points. So he can definitely score. Uh, Maryland's just kind of been struggling with the coaching change and everything. Uh, but for me, I I love this uh, little parlay here with both of those players going over. Yeah, and you you look at the the matchup in particular for for the Terps and Purdue is is generally seen as one of the more you know difficult defensive outs or matchups out there. But really, like you said, it's it's up against it's up against those big men that they're they're really you know tightening down the clamps. So it sort of creates kind of a guard funnel where they're opposing guards tend to have a bit more uh, of a role in in the game. So definitely like the Ayala call. And for me, this this Jaden Ivey line just seems like it is 
too low by a, by a pretty considerable margin. And again, this is the more or less game. Uh, Mike mentioned that we're looking at a two-piece on that one. So pretty straightforward, just like the name would imply. They lay out a stat. You decide if you want more or less relative to that line. And in this case, because it's a two-piece, you get both of those right, and you 3.5x your money on that particular wager. So pretty straightforward game, and at least in terms of that matchup in particular, pretty soft lines. Mike, are there any other uh, games out there that you think can be taken advantage of on today's slate? Uh, yeah, so I also think the Iowa-Nebraska game um, is super interesting here. 158-point total. Both of these teams like to run. And really, that's going to put our guy Keegan Murray uh, in play here. I mean, his only projection is at 20.5 uh, points scored. So we definitely like the over on that, carrying a 31% shot rate. He's averaging almost 23 um, on the year. So um, but the number of possessions and Nebraska's terrible defense here, I mean, they're 12th in defensive efficiency in the conference. They're last in three-point percentage. And Murray shoots at roughly 36% from three. So there's some opportunity there. And then also Murray's a pretty good rebounder. Uh, Nebraska's pretty bad at keeping guys off the offensive glass. So there should be some putback opportunities for them. So definitely looking at the over here, seeing as though uh, I was projected to score a ton of points here, uh, he's going to be a big part of that. And you flip it over here, Nebraska's a, kind of a headache to <laughs> play fantasy-wise. But you look at Bryce McGowan's, he's a super freshman. Uh, his line is set at 16.5 points. He carries a 26% shot rate. You know He's averaging right at that 16.7 points. Uh, before the previous two games where he struggled a little bit, he was on a heater. I mean, he had 20, 20 points or more um, in the four games before that. So the total is really high. There's going to be a lot of possessions. Iowa's defense is really just okay. They don't really have shot blockers um, other than Murray, and he's a, more of a four guy. So uh, McGowan's is a slasher. can shoot a little bit from three. And then the Iowa defense, I mean, they're 12th in uh, three-point percentage in the conference out of 14 teams. So he's definitely someone that I'm looking at. Super volatile, but I think just with the amount of possessions and his 26% shot rate, he's got a pretty good chance. Even in a blowout, he does uh, get run to go over that 16 and a half line. Yeah, you're you're perfectly right that playing Nebraska Cornhuskers is uh, somewhat of a maddening experience. But uh, one of the one of the great things about Monkey Knife Fight is that not only do you have to, or not only is the option for a fantasy game in play, but you can also make picks on more traditional stats like Mike just did with both of these more or less. So as I mentioned a minute ago, get both of these right, 3.5x your money. It's pretty straightforward. Mike, I kind of wanted to get your thoughts maybe zooming out a little bit. I found this to be the case with most of the kind of prop games out there. Uh, you've you've sort of demonstrated it with uh, your four selections that we've covered so far. feels like in general these prop games generally have pretty – pretty soft or pretty low lines. I find myself taking a lot of mores or overs. Is is that a trend that you're finding in college basketball on Monkey Knife Fight, or is it uh, a little bit more balanced out? Yeah, I think you hit it. I mean, what I'm really looking to do on Monkey Knife Fight is uh, take a look at the totals here. Um, more possessions is obviously more opportunity in college basketball since you're dealing with uh, only a 40-minute game here. 
Um, so if you look at the two, two games we just talked about, I mean, those are some of the higher totals on the board today. So getting access to those guys and getting possessions here, uh, getting them to score the basketball, and then also if you look at like fantasy points, uh, just gives them more opportunity to obviously rack up those points as you go through. Uh, so just definitely something that I'm looking at uh, as I you know put my uh, picks together here. I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, I've I've been clicking along and getting my picks in and getting my game settled as you've been talking here. So we've got a couple of options that look pretty good. And for me, at least, because I may or may not be a degenerate, now I've got some action to hold me over until we get to kick off the big game. And based on that analysis that you dropped, Mike, probably have a few more dollars in my pocket to go blow on national anthem or coin flip or Gatorade color props as we head into the big game on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, the great thing, too, is that these games are around uh, 1 o'clock Eastern, so uh, you can definitely get your fill um, <laughs> fill in before the game if you're looking to get a, a few extra dollars to, to obviously uh, spend on the Super Bowl here. And if you're looking to be like us, you can get over to monkeyknifefight.com. Like I mentioned before, we have an exclusive offer just for Dr. Roto Media Network listeners. Get yourself there, get yourself registered and signed up. When you do, enter the promo code DOC, that's D-O-C, and you will get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. And if you're following Mike's advice, you'll be watching that bankroll grow week in and week out. And this will wrap up our February 13th edition of the Monkey Knife Fight podcast, and we will see you all in the next one. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.